Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Well, hello everyone. I'm Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. My co-host tonight is DJ Sugar Shane. How are you doing, Shane? Doing awesome, man. How about yourself? <laughs> I don't know about awesome, but I'm doing all right. Can't complain too much, right? Yeah, I'm doing I'm all tired right. Of I hate shoveling snow. From what? Shoveling snow. Oh God, I hate this shit. Oh, it's awful. You know what? I, I, uh, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm absolutely convinced that if I, if, if my wife and I buy another house in Ohio, okay, the rule is going to be that the garage opens into the street. Right. Okay, no driveway. Because <laughs> we have a long driveway here, and man. I'm telling you, we have a turnaround oh, and everything. And man, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. And the next one is the garage is going to open, the door is going to open, and it's going to be right on the curb. You need to get <laughs> you one. Of, you need to get you one of them snow blowing machines. You know, I, I've I've kicked that around. Um, last year, I was tempted to buy one, but it really didn't snow that much. And and you know, the good ones are like a thousand bucks. Oh God, I never I never have price one. I, I mean, yeah, you get those little dinky ones, but you know, like if you if you just have a, a little walkway or whatever, I, I I guess they're okay. Like if you're older or whatever, and, and even that's a lot of work for you. I, I can, but that could never do my driveway. I'd be out there all day. I might as well show it. I never priced them because I always live in an apartment over here. Mike does my shit, so I just tap on the window in the morning and wave at him. <laughs> that's the deal I need. That's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> No, but the really big ones, the heavy-duty ones that blow a lot of snow. That I, it's been a while since I've priced them, but the last time I checked, like if you're if you're really looking at the name brands, okay, uh, you know you're talking seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars on up, and wow. uh, you know you know then it's all the maintenance involved and the gasoline and everything. I don't want you know I don't want to mess with all that crap. I hear you. I hear you. you know, so anyway. 
By the time, I, by the time, yeah, go ahead. Oh, by the time I'm just gonna say, by the time I buy, I'm I'm able to afford to buy a house. I'll be able to afford to hire some motherfucker to come out there and do it in the morning. I'm gonna have to fuck with it. That's gonna be job security for damn whatever his name is. Is gonna do it. I can't do it, man. I can't stand yard work. I did so much of it when I was younger. I won't even push a fucking lawnmower now unless I'm like held at gunpoint. Yeah, <laughs> I just hate it. I'm on grass. It's good exercise, and I get some suntan and whatever. But uh, the snow, I hate. I was so cold. I'm pretty sure I got a little bit of frostbite right above my uh, my thumb. Mm. Yeah, because I went. To, I got some some snow got inside my glove. Now this wasn't today. This was yesterday when it was really cold and blowing out there. And uh, I went to take off my glove, and it was like there was glue in there. The 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 ice had melt had frozen against my skin. And uh, there's a big red patch there, so I'm pretty sure I was uh, on the verge of getting some frostbite there. And uh, that's, that's the kind of stuff I hate. But anyway. Shit, yeah, I hate this fucking weather, man. Then I'm driving. I had to take, what was it, Thursday night? No. Uh-huh. It was Tuesday night okay. when, it, when it was really pouring down heavy as shit. I had to, uh, Was it? no, it was Monday night. I'm sorry. I had to go pick up Christina out in Norton. So I took the back roads. Man, I was in Akron and Vernon Odom. Did them motherfuckers get out and do anything during the day? I mean, it looked like they hadn't touched shit. It didn't even look like they took a salt shaker out there and put any salt on the fucking ground. I mean, right. it, was, it was a solid nothing but snow. One asshole almost pulled out right in front of me. I had to hit the brake, and I swerved. Actually, I caught control of my car, luckily. And he decided not to turn. He, had, he saw the light. So I went straight. And then when I get up that hill on Vernon Odom, man, I'm literally in one fucking spot. Tires spinning. Can't right. go can't go no damn where. I look in the rearview mirror. Luckily nobody's coming. And so right. I get I guess I somehow hit some damn dry patch on the pavement and finally got going. Wow. But I mean it was some shit. It fucking Akron and I know it's Akron. Because when I got up toward the Norton area, I was worried about a particular road that I take to go pick her up. Man, it was fucking clean. Wow. I mean, I'm talking about a back road. I'm right, not talking about right. the main highway. Yeah, it depends. I mean, I'm like, what the you fuck? You just don't know. Man, yeah. But that's what I hate about it. I mean, to look at it, I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty. But mm-hmm. to drive in this shit, and like you said, having to sli- shovel the shit, that shit ain't yeah. no fun. No, huh? Well, the only thing I want to make mention of is one go thing. Ahead. Y'all say, have you me and your thoughts and prayers this weekend? I got to take my boys to go see Santa Claus. So we know what the mall's going to be like. I'm going to be ready. I better better take a Xanax or some shit before I get there. But uh, (laughs) uh, tomorrow morning, probably somewhere between 9 and 10-ish, I'm going to give what I'm considering my Christmas gift to everybody. I'm doing a particular podcast. It's going to be live, but you can listen to it anytime you want. It's something I've been knocking around about doing. So uh, if you get a chance, take a listen to it. It's kind of means something to me that's about it that's oh great great well i'll tell you what i'll take this opportunity before i get into the to the meat of the show i wanted to take this opportunity to thank you um doing this podcast i've been been doing this kind of work for a long time but you know what you always grow you always grow and i gotta say that uh doing this show with you has uh has has improved me greatly and not only in terms of uh, the skills involved, but uh, you know, attitudes and points of view. 
Um, I have grown um, as a as a media creator, which is what I you know do with my business. I have grown as an individual, and uh, working here with you has been uh, a good thing. And obviously, you're becoming a good friend. And uh, I really want to tell you, that, you know, now we're getting toward the end of the year. Wanted to say that I do appreciate that, and it is recognized. So. Wow, man, you're going to make me cry, dog. Oh, that's, that uh, that. I'm serious. I, know it. I, I, I like it when I can touch anybody, you know, sure. and, and influence anyone or help anyone or whatever the case may be. And I said, yeah, man, that means a lot. I appreciate it. And well, I, it. And I need I, a lot of help because I'm rotten to the core, man. You know that. Nah, so. you ain't right. <laughs> you ain't right, dog. We working on you. We working on right, you. Yeah. I, I, I I mean, you, you. You just getting molded, that's all. We get all there. Right. We get there. Hell, all of us need to be molded shit. but uh yeah i appreciate that that's pretty much what this podcast i'm gonna do is is just talking about the new year coming up and expectations and things like that good good but uh i'm glad to hear that man that's awesome i I appreciate everything you've done i mean i'm glad we met and i'm glad we worked so well together everybody i hear that says they listen to this show have told me nothing but good things they they enjoy the podcast uh, everybody says we got great chemistry. Oh yeah, that sure. we work well together. And uh, I was worried that we that maybe, maybe people don't want to hear that shit anymore. But uh, I was worried that we weren't going to have enough beef between the two of us. There wouldn't be enough to debate about. Yeah. But because we are in a lot of ways similar in a lot of things, how we believe, how we view sure, things, sure. Yeah. and uh, not everything, but some things, a lot of things. And uh, so we don't really get into a confrontational type conversation. So I was always worried that we were going to have an issue there, but it seems like it works. I mean, everybody says we got great chemistry. I mean, I, yeah. everybody I talk to loves it. I mean, and I can tell they're not giving me bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah, you can tell. You know, sure. I can tell when somebody gives me bullshit, I can tell it. But when they tell it to me genuinely, like I said the other day, I wasn't even talking about the podcast, and somebody just walked by and said, "Been listening to you on the podcast. Sounds good." And I'm like, "Okay, good, good, good." So, and I appreciate all the listeners. We thank you too. Oh yeah, absolutely, my God! That's that's the reason why uh, we yeah. do this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love what I do, but I do want to be heard. I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is the point. Speaking of the point, uh, just to let everybody know, if you're new to the podcast, we are on Spreaker, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. We are on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. The link to our Spreaker account is in the bio of our Twitter account. We are initially live on Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then live again Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you can go back and listen to any of the episodes anytime by streaming them or downloading them or whatever you want to do, and you're good to go. And if you can't find us, tweet us at Sweet Truth Radio, and we will help you out. Yes, All right. please do. Yeah, please tweet us anytime you can because, man, I'd like to get some Twitter. I'd, I'd like to set up if we could get enough people to respond and we had enough people doing that. I would actually like to have like a daily question of somewhat that everybody could answer and you could put in sure. A, B, C, or D just to see what kind of feedback we get. That would be kind right. of cool. Well, I do want to mention that um, Sugar Shane has, is getting involved with uh, Internet Radio. And he's involved with a company called SKO Radio. And I'm, I'm associated with them, too. I'm sure I am going to be uh, doing some things with them. I haven't committed to a show yet. But um, I, I enjoy that kind of work. We're going to get you on the team eventually. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get you as a guest, and that's just going to be the poison that's going to start. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've told you I, I, will, I, will, I will co-host some stuff with you, you, you bet, and that's no problem. Cool. That's, that's not an issue at all. Yeah, I'd love to do it. And the reason that I'm mentioning to this is because um, net neutrality is something that was voted on upon today, um, and it was uh, a three-to-two vote uh, by the FCC commission. And this was something that Obama had put in place in, I believe it was 2015. Okay. Now, I don't want to get into too deep on this because it's a very complicated subject. And there's a lot of nuance to it. And I would hardly present myself as an expert. But in a nutshell, this is what the controversy is about. What net neutrality basically said was that broadband providers... Okay, uh, treated websites and other services equally, pretty much like a utility does. Okay, now this analogy doesn't hold up 100%, but just to give you the gist of this, this would be like the water company is a utility. All right, so a big company, you know, they have this giant building on 55th Street, okay, whatever. They use a lot more water than, than you do, right. okay, and they, they pay a bill that's accordingly, okay, but they don't have special pipes, okay? They don't have any special infra- infrastructure. You know, the, the water itself is not any different. It's the same water, right. okay, comes from the same source. All right. And what the overturn of this is going to do is going to give – the ability for big companies who want to access the internet via their website or what have you, the ability to pay more and get more speed and uh, uh, you know broadband service. Wow. Okay. Now that seems on the surface. That seems like. A good thing. You know, they're using more. Why not pay for more? Well, the problem is, is that in the big scheme of things, if they're eating up a lot of the speed and uh, and uh, things associated with it, the broadband capability, more people have access to their content and they have better access to it. There's less problems with compression and speed and, 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 and uh, you know, video loading and all this other stuff. So they're going to have more accessibility and more quality. Now, here again, on the surface, everybody's saying, what's the big deal? It's the free market, blah, blah, blah. But here's the problem. Let's say that DJ Sugar Shane wants to start his own uh, media service company. And he starts out like Steve Jobs. Okay, he I he opens so. up a little <laughs> a little media service company in his garage. All right, and there's this huge media conglomerate that's doing the same thing that you're doing, and they're in essence a competitor of yours, and they have millions of dollars at their disposal. Right? Are you going to be able? To access those channels, those pipelines, 
in a way that will even give you a fighting chance against them. No. No. They can advertise more. They can do everything more. So that herein is the problem. Now, when you listen to conservatives on this, they say, oh, it's the government regulating everything. That's their same old song and dance. Hmm. And I got involved with a discussion about this tonight. I, I asked somebody, oh, okay, so the government is overregulating. Okay, net neutrality is, is, is holding everybody back. Well, the same person said that everything is fine, nothing has changed. And the polling is, is pretty much unanimous about this. The vast majority of consumers out there are happy with the Internet the way that it is. So what was the motivation behind repealing this? Well, everybody says, oh, well, it's overregulation, the conservative. Oh, it's overregulation. It's the government taking control. Ah. Okay. Well, who exactly, who exactly is, is being held back by all these regulations? I'd like to know who it is. Hey, uh, Shane, when you, when you get on the Internet, do you, do you have to abide by all these regulations in terms of what you can do? No. No? No. I, it's funny. I don't either. And I wonder who it could be. <laughs> I wonder who you know. I'm having an idea. I wonder if it's the big companies, the multi-million-dollar, uh, you know, monopolies. Maybe they're the ones who have to abide by the regulations. Maybe that's who it is. And you know what? They never say that. You can never give a conser- uh, get a conservative to say, "Well, the big companies can't make as much money as they would if they could pay for more service." <laughs> they never say that. Now, let's step aside from the capitalistic arguments about this, about free enterprise and all that. The fact of the matter is, is that the airwaves, for example, belong to the public. Okay, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're paying for it. And what we're getting into now is the internet, so to speak, is becoming the airwaves that were 50 years ago. Okay, and I put the word airwaves in quotation marks. And what they want to do is control the air. They want to give, in essence, the ability to pay for it. They want to give large corporations control of the quote-unquote airwaves. That's, That's the problem with net neutrality now being repealed. Now, on the other side of the coin, I'll take the other argument. The other side of the coin is that um, shouldn't internet providers be able to make more money by charging the people who are using all the bandwidth more money? Yeah, that is an argument. I, I, I believe that's a good argument. So, I, I, yeah, my, that's, what, that's what I would think would be a good argument. Now, the, the well, how do we balance that? Okay, if, 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 the, if the company, if the internet providers are able to give a large media company as much bandwidth as they can afford to buy, and that totally squeezes the little guy out, how is there ever going to be any new innovation? How is there ever going to be any new choices or more choices for the public? But by the same token, the, the, the people who are Hogging up all the bandwidth should be able to pay for it. So m- like, like with so many other things in life, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Maybe it's, it's, it's not an issue of should we have it or should we not, but maybe we should modify it somehow. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is, is that um, the, so many people now 
uh, can create their own YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, easily. All you have to have is an email. Yeah, the, you, you can do so many things. So many entrepreneurs now have the ability to get their voice out. And do we want to enter an arena where essentially that gets taken away because they can't compete with the large media companies who are doing it? They can't afford the bandwidth. They can't afford the services that they need if they're going to start getting sold out that way. Now, here again, what conservatives say is that we didn't have net neutrality prior to 2015, so what's the issue now? Well, here again, I, I would turn that argument right back around. Yeah, well, if that's the case, if, if, every, if, if nothing is changing by repealing uh, net neutrality, then why do it? Right. But the, the, the simple fact of the matter is is that it's, a, it's, it's even a different world now than 2015. Very okay. much so. The, the rise of digital media and the rise of small companies to uh, participate in that was growing by leaps and bounds in 2013 and 2014 and 2015. Net neutrality wasn't an issue in 2005 because the Internet wasn't high speed for most people. No. Hell, those people still using AOL dial-up almost at that time. So as, as, the, as the, uh, the utility of the Internet, let's call it, as, as that grew – after 2012, a lot of people felt that to keep the playing field, you know, so, so that everybody had a chance to get their hands on the ball, that net neutrality needed to be enacted. Okay. And now all of a sudden, okay, it's this big overreaching thing that's destroying our freedom and all this, and it has to be taken away. So where is the truth? Where is the truth on this? I'm not sure I know. And, and when you really start to get into the legalities of this, it, it really gets complicated. But the bottom line is this. Be very careful about the argument that you always hear from the right, that it's all about an oppressive government. All right. The, yes, uh, nobody likes regulations. Nobody likes to abide by the rules. But the simple fact of the matter is, w w honestly, Sugar Shane, have you flown lately? Uh, it's been a while, a couple years, I think. When you're sitting on that plane and you're waiting for, for, the, for it to taxi out on the runway and you see those guys from the FAA walking around down there on the, with the flashlights, and aren't you glad they're there? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Because you know why? If they weren't there, they'd be flying those things without any, any regard at all. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the rule would be it's cheaper to let the plane crash and pay off all the victims than it is to update our entire fleet. Right. That's that is what would that is what the capitalistic idea would be. Wow. You're just a victims than it is to update our entire fleet. And I like those guys walking around down there with the with the government badges on looking at those airplanes because it's because of them that those planes are safe. Right. It's because of them that a commercial airline disaster is very rare in the United States. Hmm. And that's the truth. Oh, and yeah, I have no a lot. I have some friends that are pilots that get so mad at me and tell me, "Oh, you don't have no idea what those guys are like. They I cost know. us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's because it's not like a bus that blows a tire that can just <laughs> pull. <laughs> right. When a seven, <laughs> when a seven <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forty-seven, thirty thousand feet. Some bad shit is going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. If when it hits and everything it does it. Yeah, I, I had a friend that used to uh, be whatever you call him, guys, in the control tower. He ran the control tower whenever the planes came in up in Cleveland. I don't know if he still does or not because I hadn't talked to him in a while. But 
Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would rather have them down there. Yeah, I don't, absolutely. I don't, I don't mind paying the book. But. Absolutely, you would. And you know what? People don't realize that the, the reason that the food is safe and the reason that a lot of other things are safe is because somebody's keeping an eye on what the hell these companies are doing. God, could you imagine? You know, we got FDA. Have you been in any foreign countries in eight, man? Yeah. I've heard stories. I haven't personally been, but I've heard some stories about some shit. Okay. I'm talking yeah, about. You can I mean, I know. Die about, from. Oh, yeah. I know about somebody that went to a. Uh, one of them countries, like you saw in Raiders of the Lost Ark and shit, or whatever it was, they were eating a bowl of soup and they looked like eyeballs floating in the fucking shit. No, that's a true story. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't remember. I think it was as an Asian country, but I can't remember which one. But they had went over there and they were telling me that, and they said that it was awful. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, anyhow, that's my spiel on net uh, neutrality, and I want to be clear. You know, the the truth on this is kind of murky. I, I, my main concern is no matter what we do, I don't want it to, to be where the, the, the little guy who is starting out some company about some new makeup or, or something like this and does some online videos and simply can't get them seen because he can't afford the bandwidth that the big guys do. We yeah. do not want that. No, we, no, you don't want that because then that just, then that, then I, the I big companies become a monopoly. I don't care how you do it. But everybody has to have the ability to access the internet. That would create, it, that would create monopolies if you did that, man. It would be ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, let's hope that doesn't happen. It didn't happen prior to 2015 like a lot of conservatives say, but keep in mind it was a different world then. Yeah. The, the internet is a lot more important, especially for media now, than it was three or four years ago. Oh, God, yeah. Man. So, you can't survive without it in the entertainment world. you got to yeah. have it to some degree. I hate that. I, there's some of it I could do fucking without. Yeah. But, uh, but well, you got to have it in order to make, you know, but to get involved. Yeah. Or you'll yeah. never get heard. While we're on the subject of government, it appears that this new tax plan has a good chance of getting through. Yeah. Albeit, albeit with some modifications. Now, if you research this, here again, you're, you're going to hear different things. Conservatives are going to tell you, oh, it's a great thing, lower taxes, lower taxes. All right. And, uh, you know, the, the people on the left, the Democrats, are going to tell you it's the end of the world. It's the end of uh, the end of life as we know it. Right. And, uh, um, you know, all it does is benefit the rich. And you know what? If, if I had to gauge this, I would have to say that the Democrats are probably more right about this, if that's a good term, than uh, the Republicans are. This is a, a thing that uh, does away with a lot of stuff that uh, is an aggregate to the wealthiest people in this country. Mm. And a lot of very independent analysis of this says that uh, people who are making around, uh, especially at, because not everything in this tax bill takes effect right away, but over the next few years, the people who are going to get hit the hardest are the people who are in that $70,000 price range in terms of income. Yeah, and those are the people we really need to hit hard because they certainly don't do enough, right? Um, <laughs> And uh, uh, I don't know. 
I, I do agree that the corporate tax rate needs to be restructured. And, oh, big time. Big time. Uh, and uh, I'm all for lower corporate tax rates as long as the loopholes close. Uh, personal income is where the real disparities are going to be. Um, it's going to be so that, you know, if you're making more than $200,000 a year and more up into the millions of dollars a year, um, this tax plan is going to be great for you. Hmm. And unfortunately, uh, those people are only in the single percentile of the, uh, general population the rest of us are uh, going to be paying more so um and i can't say flat out that you're going to be paying more in the next few years but l let's just say that this could have been structured in a way where uh the people who are benefiting the most by a good people who are benefiting the most by a very rich banking system the people who are benefiting the most by a very successful stock exchange should be paying more. Not the person who's making $70,000 a year. And, and $70,000 a year is a few years now is going to be even less than what it is now in terms of value. So I don't know what your opinion about this is, but um, I have a feeling that this... I think, it's, I, going to be a, I think it's going to be a wreck. From what I've been able to gather... A lot of Republicans don't even like this bill, but they're 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 going along with it because they need a win. Right. They haven't had a win in Congress in a long time, and I I don't know that the short term benefit of quote unquote winning from this is worth what's going to happen to the Republican Party down the road when people start realizing that uh, this has been a, a scam. Oh yeah. Yeah, they know it's going to affect the party, man. I mean, good God, Democrats, Democrats could win for years. Yeah. Based so, on this. Yeah, and uh, I would really, I personally, if I was in, in Congress in either house, I'm not sure that uh, I could vote for anything just because I wanted my party to win. No, hell no. Especially if I knew... That the people who had it, the you know, the hardest were going to get impacted the most. Dude, I couldn't be a politician because I couldn't vote that way. I couldn't vote by my party and deal with all that damn bullshit. And then because I'm not going to be one to be told what to think. Yeah. And that shit ain't going to fly with me. So they, I don't even think I could be a politician, man. Yeah. Well, just like this thing Jimmy Kimmel was talking about the other day, um, this thing got lost in the shuffle in this tax plan, but. There was a thing that the government was funding for people who made just a little too much money to get subsidies for their health for their children's health care, but were in also in, in the same bracket where they really couldn't afford good health care either. They were right in between there. There was a, a program that was pretty nonpartisan. Everybody agreed that it was a good thing. Now, all of a sudden, this thing is, is up for debate now with this new tax plan. Now, now, now tell me <laughs> – Tell me, how is it possible that when a country is as rich and powerful as us, there's trillions of dollars involved in this tax plan, trillions with a T, not millions, not billions, trillions of dollars. Wow. Okay. And there's all these corporate tax breaks and there's all these little things that 
the super rich now can write off, you know, in terms of uh, things that they had to pay taxes on before. And the thing that's got to go is the thing to help children who are in lower middle income tax brackets. That's what's got to go. Wow. Yep. Do yourself a favor and Google up Jimmy Kimmel's commentary on this. That's uh, because it. Um, I can probably just get it on the, YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. And and either that or on on, on ABC. Mm. And um, yeah, and, and uh, listen to his commentary on this. It's very compelling. He has this little baby that, if you don't know, has had this heart condition. Mm. And um, he was holding the child, and he was talking about this, what I'm talking about right now. He does it in a lot more detail. And I would, I would advise everybody to check that out. Wow. Um, because this is exactly what I've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast. It's funny how all this talk about the free market and, and freedom and all this always comes at the expense of the little guy. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> All right. That's because that's because the big guys are the ones uh, controlling the strings. Yeah, and, and, it, and it seems like it's um, it's uh, not by accident. Just because they have the money, it seems like the system is built to benefit them. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, you got to th- you got to think back, though, man. I mean, I'm not trying to be, but the, even when the when the when the country was established, who became the president? Who became this and who became that? It was I mean, they were all pretty. Some of them were actually pretty well off. Oh sure. So I mean, it, when you get right down to it, it's always been led by the one with the most money. That's why I, that's why I could get up there with the best tax plan in the world. The best everything, make a budget, make the best health care in the world. It's going to work and everything else. And I could get up there and preach it from the podium. If I ain't yeah. got that money to put into advertising and everything else to run a campaign, I ain't going to win shit. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, I know that yeah, I always put this little disclaimer. And if you listen to today's podcast, I'm, I sound very liberal. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm not I'm not anything. I, I really don't have a. Political you jackass. You jackass. I'm just I know. kidding. Proud of it. That's good. I'm proud of it. Like I said, I'm rotten to the core, man. I'll, I'll pick on uh, some liberals ne- uh, one of these next times. But I, I, while I'm on conservatives, I'm not even sure President Trump is a conservative. I don't know what I'm, the fuck he is. Yeah, I'm not even Crazy. sure he fits into friend of normalcy. Yeah, <laughs> but look, I don't know. I don't think it's a normal thing in his fucking brain, man. <laughs> I mean, I, that dude could start out talking good about something, and if he stays on that shit too fucking long, by the time he gets done, he's done chopped everything good he said all the fucking hell. I'm going to ask you about this uh, tweet he did the other day. Now, this was uh, directed at Senator Kristen Gillibrand, I believe is how you say her last name. She uh, She has been very critical of him. And in light of all these allegations and everything else that he's got going on, she made some comments uh, about uh, him being investigated, impeached, et cetera, et cetera. So he tweeted this. And I'm, I'm going to read this tweet to you. All right. Now, I want you to tell me what, what, uh, what you feel about this. Here, here we go. President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> 
Lightweight Senator Kristen Gillibrand, a total flunky for Chuck Schumer, and someone who would come to my office begging, in quotation marks, for campaign contributions not so long ago, and in parentheses, and would do anything for them. Now, in the fighting against Trump, very disloyal to Bill and crooked, used, exclamation mark. Now, what really fired up a lot of women about this was his seemingly insinuation. Oh, yeah. yeah it's clear as a fucking bail. That she was willing to perform in some sexual manner. Right. To get her contributions. Now, the White House's thing was he that they were not implying that, that he was not implying that. What he was oh, saying God. was that just politically he was willing to do anything. Well, they going to say anything he tells them fucking say. I don't listen to none of them. When that bitch comes out there and starts talking her shit from the fucking podium, I've already turned my fucking mind off. I don't need to hear shit. Everything, get, everything that spills out of her mouth is what they've told her to say. It's written down in front of her. Anytime a guy says about a woman... She was. She's willing to do anything to get ahead. The implication is pretty clear, right? Okay. And uh, the bigger picture is: should a president of the United States be tweeting anything? No, derogatory. No, he shouldn't be tweeting shit. I mean, he shouldn't be getting... The only thing he should get on there and tweet, if he absolutely has to fucking tweet, and his goddamn 70-something-year-old ass can't do it out with no fucking tweeting, then what he needs to do is just tweet the positive shit. Tweet the stuff that's good going on. Don't get on there and badmouth no motherfucker, even if they badmouth you. Two wrongs don't make a right. Just ignore that dumb son of a bitch and be done with it. Right, right. This is what I meant last week when I said I think he's one of the fucking worst presidents, if not the worst president we ever had in our history, because the motherfucker don't know how to win. It's not about me. Me, I'm not in the limelight. And even if I was, I don't know what I would do. But I'm not in the same mold he is. He's supposed to be the president of the fucking United States. He's supposed to represent character. He's supposed to be able to have somebody represent patience and not have to get all fucked up because somebody says something. Right. Or does something. He's just dumb as hell. That's why I I, I I can't even believe that this man is sitting in the Oval Office. Yep. I never thought this country would vote in a cocksucker motherfucker like oh this. Oh, my God. I don't like him at all. I have gotten to the I point. I guess. Are you I, sure? <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten to the point, man, that I just do not like this dude. There's something about the guy I just don't like. I mean, even the like I said, he's done two or three things since he's been in office I agree with. Not a lot, yeah. but two or three. And I've given him credit where those two or three come in. Yeah, but the but but for those two or three things, fuck no, I'd let somebody else be in it. I don't like that dude. I just got no use for that son of a bitch. He's just sorry. Yeah, and he proves it every fucking day. Every day, all you got to do is get on Twitter, and you will see one derogatory fucking tweet every day at least. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's not what a character. I mean, I don't think Mike Pence would do that if he was president. God forbid something happened to Donald Trump. I'm not wishing nothing like a damn killing on a man. I don't care nothing about that. That's not right. what I'm saying. But if, but if uh, he was resigned or if something happened and he did get, you know, shot or whatever, right? Mike Pence was president. Do you think he'd be on fucking Twitter? Yeah. Tweeting all that bullshit. Hell I no. Don't I don't think so. 
I do not see that happening, man. There ain't no motherfucker in there. Let me get me. Let me go ahead and tell you this, and then you'll get where I'm going. What the other side of it is? Okay. Nobody in their right fucking mind would tweet like that. So that's <laughs> why this motherfucker ain't in his right mind. There ain't no way this guy's got a. There's no way that this dude's mind is not fucked up in some shape, form, or fashion. Right. How he? How I, do you have to pass a psych evaluation in order to become a fucking president? I don't think so. Holy all gotta, shit! All you have to do is be 35 years old. Holy shit! I, th- I think you should have to pass a fucking psych evaluation. They might want to have that, because if I think they would have had that, this motherfucker wouldn't have slid through the damn door. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. That's my thoughts on that. Go ahead. I get it. <laughs> As unclear as they were about how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I wasn't vague when I gave that out. But <laughs> You know who uh, Omarosa is, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I like her. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she's from uh, not far from here. She's uh, from Youngstown, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's gotten herself in some situations that I feel she handled herself very well. Uh, she was on The View sometime uh I don't know, maybe about a year ago. And, of course, all those women were giving her crap about working for Trump. And, man, I'm telling you, she stood up for herself. And she did. She, she, uh, she's, she's a very impressive woman. I, I, I like her. Now, there's people who can't stand her. Okay. But, anyway, she uh, is no longer with the White House. Oh, hell yeah. I heard about that. Yes. And... Um, this is kind of hard to pin down. The old uh, routine about did she resign or was she asked to leave? And then there were stories that she physically had to be removed, that she did not handle it well. And, you know, I, I don't know where the truth is, but apparently it seems, according to her, she was on, I believe, Good Morning America. And what happened was, is that, uh, um, here again, I don't know exactly what happened, but the story now seems to be that she felt that there were some things going on in the White House that made her uncomfortable. And uh, when she got to talking about it, it was agreed that, you know, maybe she should step down. And part of the normal process is uh, getting your clearance taken away. And the the gist seems to be of the current story that that got overblown. But that's normal before you leave the White House. You have to have your clearances and your all your passes and everything revoked. Well, yeah, I think that would be normal. And um, so, anyway, who knows what exactly what happened there? I don't know where the where the truth ends and the, and the BS begins. I mean, they're not going to let you keep the keys, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, she's out. So, mm. that's the end of uh, Armos Amoroso for right now. In the, uh, you think in she'll the, be back to run for something? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I uh, she she's been much maligned. Uh, you know, she's been labeled a reality TV star, which in essence. Trump was uh, yeah. Now, yeah. his 
his defenders are going to say, well, he was successful in business before he got involved in reality TV and yada, yada, yada. But um, he got you know, well known because of that reality TV show, yeah. though. Yeah, he was famous before, but yeah, well, that, yeah. That, that, that's definitely, absolutely, you're right. It, 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 I it, think it, it helped. I think it helped to. I think by the time he, right before he started that show, he wasn't as big, and I think that helped to bring him back to the forefront. Well, I think for a lot of mouth breathers who really don't do a lot of reading or research, <laughs> um, they that show gave them an impression of him in the boardroom. Right. You know, how that boardroom was at the end of the show where he, you know, had all these little talks and said, you did this and you do that and you didn't step up. So you're fired. You know, that's how the show always ended. Right. So for a lot of people, that imagery gave them the impression that he's this businessman and he's this all knowing person about business. And the fact of the matter is, is that was not reality. That was not what, what, how businesses normally run. It was a show that was glamorized. Right. And uh, that's where I've, I feel a lot of his voting base. Um, and I'm not saying that all people who support Trump don't have a good perception of, of what business is like, but a lot of them don't. I've gotten in, in conversations with them where they say he's the greatest businessman this country's ever had, and that is absolutely not true. I don't know what world they're living in. <laughs> hey, but he, someone who inherited a lot of money, manipulated uh, the uh, 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 the property in, in New York, that is not the same as being somebody who economically and socially was a transformative figure like like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Henry Ford or Elon Musk, any of those people. He's not that. Oh. Nope. No, I agree with that one by a long shot. Well, we got 15 seconds. You got We're anything? Done. You got anything? All right. Good show, man. I enjoyed it. Brought a good one. Uh, we'll be back Monday night, 10 o'clock. Y'all have a good weekend. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.